Ultras Canine Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 65 of the Protection Dog Podcast, where we offer an alternative to conventional training methods and philosophy. I'm your host, Joel Riles, and today I wanted to talk to you about failure and how failure is the route to success. So we're getting uh, into a little series of topics uh, that I came across and had some people show some interest in. And you may be asking yourself, what the heck does this have to do with uh, working dogs and dog handling? And the vast majority of the problems that my clients uh, bring to me with dogs are not problems with the dogs. They are problems that the dog is reflecting from the handler. So the handler is having issues, the dog is responding to the issues that the handler is having, but the handler either doesn't want to recognize or is simply oblivious to the fact that the issue that's being reflected is their issue, not the dog's issue. And, um, and when I point this out to clients, many of them recognize, yep, that's a problem of mine. Okay, I can see that. I need to work on that. And then uh, the dog's behavior improves, right? Some people uh, are too prideful and they don't want to recognize that they have issues. And if that's you, then you suck. And you suck anyway. I do too. We all suck. But you suck even more if you don't recognize that you suck. So the best thing you can do for you and those around you is to realize you suck, embrace the fact that you suck, decide what part of your suckiness you want to change, and then work to make the changes that you decide to make. And uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit today in the failure. But before we get to that, let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Fortress Canine. Fortress Canine tries to help you suck just a little bit less by providing peace of mind through protection dogs. So we offer personal, family, and executive protection dogs. These are dogs that are trained to fight a human being, but also to be safe with your children, your extended family members coming over, friends visiting your house, moving with your dog in public, flying with your dog on an airplane. Yes, there are caveats and things that need to happen in order for some of those things to occur, but we help our clients work through those to the greatest extent possible. You can find more information or reach out and contact us uh, via our website, fortresscanine.com. You can email me at joel at fortresscanine.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is at Fortress Canine Dogs. Instagram is at Fortress Canine. Feel free to send me a DM on either of those platforms uh, if that works better for you. And then you can also find us on YouTube by searching at, uh, for Fortress Canine. That is also where I post the video versions of myself sitting in my truck or office recording this. So if you just want to sit there and watch me uh, sit in front of a camera and record this podcast, you can go over to our YouTube channel, uh, Fortress Canine, and see uh, all of our uh, uploaded videos over there. We're typically about four to six weeks behind the actual um, episodes that are being uploaded on the uh, podcast platforms themselves, because it takes a lot longer to upload videos, especially 45 minute long videos. All right. So with that, also wanted to let you guys know we have a couple of puppies left 
uh, and we're going to have a gap between now and the puppies at the end of the year because we had three breedings at the beginning of this year. Um, so that put us a little bit over on puppies. We have a male and female German Shepherd and a couple of female Malinois left. If you are interested in these, they are first come first serve. Uh, when they are gone, they are gone and we will not be doing another breeding for a couple of months um, because quite frankly, I have too many dogs in training right now and they need all of my attention. So I'm not gonna be doing any extra breedings until we get them uh, moving along and where they need to be. So. If you are interested in puppies, um, contact me, reach out to me via the methods I just gave you, and uh, we will get you the information you need. All right, so let's get into today's topic. Failure is the route to success. So uh, there's a, a meme going around that I saw that kind of you know spurred me thinking about this a little bit, and uh, it said, the obstacle is the route, and it kind of had this little path. There was like a mountain, and it showed this little path going up to the, the peak of the mountain, right? So the mountain was the obstacle. Um, the path is the obstacle, right? So I, I went back, I was kind of thinking through some of the things that I, I deal with with clients a lot. And I get questions that are phrased in various different forms, but they're, they're always asking the same thing. Hey, can you teach me how to use hand-to-hand -hand defense against multiple attackers and promise me I'll never get punched, right? Or can you teach me how to defend against a knife attack, a knife attack but I, I wanna make sure I never get cut, right? Can you teach me how to do this, but I never wanna get hurt? Can you tell me how to be successful in life, but I wanna be comfortable at all times and I never wanna do anything hard, right? That is a dream world. That is living in fake land. And if that's you, that explains why you've never accomplished anything in your life. If all you want is comfort, I can guarantee you will never succeed. Okay, even if you do something that's a little better than what other people do, it's not anywhere close to what you can accomplish because failure is the route to success. And a lot of people fear failure. Okay, so let me, uh, let me make sure I don't get too far off my notes here. So I, I have here, have you ever wondered why you've been unable to achieve the things in life that are important to you, right? There are some people who to other people look very successful, but they're really failures, right? Because they're failures because of one of two things. Either they're not accomplishing what they actually want to accomplish, or they're failures because they set their standards so low that they never actually accomplish what they're they never actually accomplish what they are capable of accomplishing. I feel like I'm having a little bit of uh, mouth issues today. All right, so if you want to be a disciplined person, and only disciplined people accomplish things in life, and if you want to be a disciplined person. The only way to become disciplined is through discomfort. So doing the hard things means doing things other people won't do, right? Now, a lot of times people, there, there's issues with setting goals that are actually, you know, achievable goals. There's issues with having realistic expectations and all of this sort of thing. And, and that's not what this is about. But what I wanted to address and focus on today is dealing with people's fear of failure. 
And I don't know where this comes from in our society, and maybe this is a problem in all societies, but so many people are afraid to fail, and that's why they never accomplish anything. So I actually recorded episode 66, which is next week's episode, uh, before this one, because when I updated my notes for this, I updated them on my computer and they didn't update on my iPad at the time I was ready to record, so I just jumped ahead and recorded episode 66. So you'll hear this again next week. But it's kind of like the guys in college who get all the girls. They get all the girls because they ask every girl out. And they get rejected by half of them and they don't care. They just keep asking the next girl out. And then all of a sudden, they have all these girls going out with them, and other guys are like, oh man, that guy's so lucky. No, he just doesn't fear failure. He doesn't care if he gets rejected. He just asks the next one out, right? Well, success in life is the same way. You don't need to fear failure because somebody's gonna promise you it won't happen, or you don't need to fear failure you don't need to you know not be afraid of failure because somebody can guarantee you you're not going to fail I can guarantee you you will fail so if I can guarantee you you're going to fail then why shouldn't you be afraid of failure because you can't avoid it it's gonna happen except that failure is okay now of course we want to mitigate our risk and we want to mitigate our failures right we don't want catastrophic failure we don't want failure where we lose everything and the you know our house gets repossessed and we lose all of our you know earthly belongings and somebody dies. Okay, that level of failure is not acceptable. But most failure, the vast majority of failure, is just an inconvenience. The only real hardship in it is that you feel bad. It's an emotional connection to oh man, I failed. Get over it. Embrace that you're going to fail. Look at the consequences, go, what is the worst that will happen if we do this? Oh, wow, that's it? Okay, let's do it. That risk is totally worth taking. Most people think that any failure is catastrophic. The vast majority of failure is totally acceptable. Okay, other than in our brains, in our emotions. So get over it actually look at what would happen if you failed and go, huh, oh yeah, we can recover from that. That's no problem, right? And I failed plenty. I was like, got out of the army, moved back. I was in Alaska at the time. I wanted to stay in Alaska. The job that we were trying to get didn't work out. So I had a job in Florida. I said, well, this sucks, but I guess we're going back to Florida. Got back to Florida, worked back in the sheriff's office where I'd been working before and was going about my daily life and was like, this sucks, I'm not doing this anymore uh, for many multitude of reasons and in the future I will do uh, some information on all of that kind of time frame in my life. But I decided I'm going back to Alaska and my now ex-wife was like, "Uh, how are we gonna eat? What job are we gonna have? And I was like, I don't know, I'll figure it out and I always have. I've never missed a meal because I couldn't afford to buy one. I've never had to live on the street because I couldn't afford to rent a place. Sometimes in my transition from one place to another, I've made the the decision, oh, I'm gonna quote unquote save money by living in my truck for a month while I do this and the family's gonna stay over here or whatever the case may be. And I've usually regretted that. I've usually gone, yeah, I should have just spent the money and, and did this faster. But those failures were all totally acceptable. 
a little bit of discomfort, who cares? Sleep in your truck for a few days, who cares? Right? And I went to Alaska, did real estate, made about 90 grand, but I was like, nope, don't like this schedule, gotta work 90 hours a week, it's not what I wanna be doing anyway, so moving again, moving again, until it's what I want. And now I'm doing what I want, full time, 100%, and I'm good. And I was willing to accept all of the risks and all of the failures, and I never missed a meal. I never didn't have a place to sleep out of the rain and the cold or the heat. I always had a vehicle at least that I could air condition and warm. I always had food and I always had something to do. Because when you're willing to do whatever it takes to accomplish what you want to do, there's always something to do. Give up sleep, give up comfort to do the things you wanna do. Now don't give up sleep for long, long periods of time. I went two years on four hours sleep a night and I was an asshole to live with. I'm an asshole to live with when I'm getting sleep. So I was like a double asshole. And um, so getting sleep is important, but you know what? Sometimes for a period of time, you need to go without sleep. If that's what it takes to do what you wanna do, sounds like that's an easy decision to make. No one is coming, it's up to us. Don't have the attitude of somebody owes you something. No one owes you anything. You have the exact same freedom that everyone else has to pursue something amazing. Whatever that something is for you. And this fear that people have, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of some kind of something that's imaginary that's probably never going to happen, but they're still afraid of it, this creates reactions in your life, it creates these ripple effects in your life, and it has a massive impact on your connection with your dog. Because people that are afraid make stupid decisions. On my uh, At Fortress Survival Instagram page, I did a short video called Scared people make dumbass decisions. And a lot of times, these fears of failure create this emotional situation in you that almost creates a fight or flight mechanism, and then you start making dumbass decisions out of fear. Do hard things. Stop seeking comfort. Don't be afraid of discomfort. When I used to, to go out, you know, there's a, there's always a transition, right? When you go from being in your house and being clean and being comfortable to going out and let's say, let's say you're even just doing a, a you know two-day hike or a four-day hike, right? So you're going to carry some extra weight on your back. You're going to get a little dirty and all of that kind of stuff. There's always this little bit of like hump you got to get over going from, you know, I get my nice warm house. I have a nice couch to sit on. Uh, a nice soft bed to sleep in, all my normally prepared foods, right? I don't have to like have the, the discomfort of carrying extra weight on my body for the whole day. And uh, and then you, when you transition to doing that, there's a little bit of a hump to overcome. And I just learned as soon as you go out, get dirty, get wet, do something that just breaks that seal. And then you're like, all right, now I'm wet and dirty. Let's go. Let's just, now I'm good. I got over it. Because until that happens, there's this little bit of resistance, this little bit of hesitation to 
to get wet and dirty and you just go, there's a mud puddle, sploosh. All right, now I'm dirty, let's go. Right, a lot of guys that do sports, especially any kind of impact sport, until they get that first impact of the day, that first hit, there's a little bit of hesitation to it. So it's like, just go do it. Go smash something, go hit something so that you get it. And then you're like, all right, now I'm good. Right, when I do bite work with the dogs, almost every time, the first like smash that the dog gives you is like, ah, okay, I'm good. Right, and so it's like, I just go put it on, go to the hardest dog on the field at the time, and take it. Boom, yup, now I'm bruised, I feel better. Let's go, okay? So do hard things. Stop seeking comfort. Stop avoiding the discomfort. Stop worrying about failure. Stop fearing things that aren't going to happen anyway. Discipline only comes through discomfort, right? You've never heard somebody look at a guy sitting on a couch eating chips and dip and watching TV and go, that dude is disciplined, right? When people think that or say that, it's always somebody who's doing something hard. They're lifting weights and they're winning the CrossFit Games or they're a special forces dude, you know, moving through the swamp, chest deep water or climbing up the cable ladder onto a ship for a Navy SEAL or those dudes, you look at those images or you look at a guy who's got a, a multi-million dollar business who works his ass off and you go, those people are disciplined those people are doing hard things because it's not always just doing something you know militaristic that's hard or something that's a physical workout that's hard there's lots of hard things in life what is it you want to accomplish and what hard things do you need to do to do that thing and then stop making excuses go do it so what can you do about it embrace the suck because a lot of things in life suck. And you know what, that's normal. Doing things in life that suck is just normal. That's how still to this very day, 90% of the world lives. They live and what we would look at, we would go, that sucks. They spend most of their day looking for or working in some way for food the vast majority of their day. You spend hardly any time in your day looking for food. It's always just there. You just go get it and eat it. They have to work just to have enough to survive. So all of the little discomforts and the complaints that you're making, that just means you're a pussy. So knock that shit off, embrace the suck, and go out and work hard. Do something today that you were afraid to do yesterday. Stop making excuses. Do it. Everybody's got excuses. They're called failures. That's what most people do. The people that make excuses, they're all the failures. You wanna hear somebody make an excuse? Go to a fast food restaurant and complain about the service. It's not their fault that something happened. You know why they say that? Because they're a failure. That's why they work there. Now, if you're a young kid and you're working there and that's your first job, crush it. Be the best employee there. You'll probably accomplish something in life. But if you're 40 years old and that's not a, a rebound job and you're still working there, I bet you want to do something different. So make a plan and go do it.
It's okay if you're in a sucky position right now. It's okay if you actually failed and then you lost motivation and now you're in a dead-end job that you hate. It's okay if that's where you are right now. What's not okay is that you just stay there. Make a plan. Recover. Do the hard things. Go. Accomplish something that you want to accomplish. Don't let anybody else tell you what you should accomplish either. Because if it's not what you want to do, it won't happen. You have to decide to do it. If you want to be a good husband, be a good husband. But don't let somebody pressure you into doing all the things that they define as good. You define what's good. You define what you want to do. And then you go and do it. What is it you want to accomplish? Ask yourself that today. What hard thing do you need to do in order to accomplish that? Write it down today. And then do something that moves you in that direction. I hope this has been helpful for you. If you think I suck, would love to hear it. Send me an email, joel at fortressk9.com. You can even text me. Don't call me. How many times have I said, don't call me? You know how many voicemails I have? A shit ton. You know when I'm going to check them? Maybe in the next 12 months. So if you actually want a response and you actually want to communicate with me, send me a text. 813-836-9244. We'd love for you to check out our websites, fortressk9.com, caninacademyonline.com. If you want information on our puppies, check out fortressk9.com slash puppies. And you can follow us. I would love for you to um, follow, to subscribe, to do all the things on the platforms that help out our numbers at Facebook, at Fortress Canine Dogs, or at Canine Academy Online, or at Fortress Canine Puppies. On Instagram, at Fortress Canine, at Fortress Canine Puppies, and at Canine Academy Online. Also, don't forget our uh, franchises. We have at Canine Academy underscore NC for North Carolina, and at Canine Academy underscore TX for Texas. Those are our two franchises that we have for in person training. And then you can find us on YouTube, Fortress Canine or Canine Academy Online. Don't forget we have puppies available if you're interested. You can DM me, email me, or text me and I will get you set up. Until next time, remember to train hard, stay safe, and go do something hard today. Fortress Canine Podcast.